put it on their head and then they shave it off on the top of their head. Like, and sitting there like just like funneling dumplings into your mouth. Why are you too nerdy? <laughs> <laughs> Facts about noodles that you don't want to know. No, you want Welcome back to another episode of Captain Bagrat Podcast, where Liam and I are on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. We pretty much talk about everything and yep. anything everything. and nothing with yep. a twist of Asia. <laughs> you know, it's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. As always, we are recording from downtown Chinatown. And today, what are we doing? We're talking about... Noodles. <laughs> should have done a drum roll. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, potatoes, noodles, what's next? Rice. Rice. I was, no, we can't just do staple foods. Oh, we could. We could do staple foods. I mean, it's really interesting stuff. I think noodles are basically a staple food. It is. It's like a wheat, right? It is like a wheat. It's almost like pasta. It's like another word for pasta. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're actually two separate things. Well, they're not two separate things, but... But they're very similar. They're same, same, but different. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. And there's some... I <laughs> can't believe I cracked that joke there. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, but they are. Yeah. yeah. But before we start, I actually tried to do some um, word searches with oodles. Okay. And you know what came up with oodles? Obviously, to rhyme with noodles for today. Um is oodles or isn't oodles also a word? Yeah, I know. It means okay. lots of things. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, nah, I got no idea. Okay, so apart from the usual, like people think, oh yeah, poodle, doodle, spoodle. There's a word called flap doodle. What's a flap doodle? I thought of your your name, Liam Flaps. Flap flaps. doodle. Flaps. <laughs> flaps. It means nonsense. Not flap doodle. How do flap, you, flap can, doodle. Can you, can, have you got a sentence there? You're such a flap doodle. You're such a flap. You're, like, you're such a flap doodle. I, I think you're such nonsense. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, anyway. that's an original one. Like I've never, I've genuinely never heard that before. <laughs> I just that's, did a um, search and it came up. I was like, oh, I have to use this one on Liam today. Man, you got me. I'm genuinely, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And also, I'm um, just a quick question. Mm. What did you have lunch today? I had uh, my actual favorite meal. Which, which is? is chow mein, which, which is, is noodles. Fried noodles, yeah. And what was in it? Was it just a vegetarian uh, one? No, I had the, um, it was like beef and like, it was a like classic like Chinese style like chow mein, like, like the flat the flat rice noodles. Oh, the rice the, ones, um, yum. Yeah, rice noodles. So, so actually it's sort of like. Um, is that like a chow kui tao? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's like a whole family and yeah, of new, like that type of dish. And okay. Like, I think there's a, the same thing in Thai is called pad si yu. Pad si yu. That's ah. usually with chicken, right? But yeah, it's flat noodles with. Like the soy sauce kind of commas. flavoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of the things I love to cook. Yeah, yeah. no, I love um the flat rice yeah. noodles. Big fan. Yeah, the yeah. chakra chow. Oh my god, with barbecue pork and duck. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, love it. Yeah, Yum. had that. Yeah, had that for lunch. Yep. Yeah, I had a bar me. Nice. Vietnamese bar me. Mm. Yeah, it had pork no, in it as no well. No one was here. Like I haven't actually been to have that for a long time, and then okay. like no one from work is around today, so I just went and went to do it. Did it? Oh, yeah. good on you. It's good oh. preparation for uh, today's episode. That's right, noodles. Yeah. So are you going to throw me some facts? Um, do you want some usual? facts? So uh, what yeah. is the? I've got a definition of noodle. Oh, go for it. And um, I didn't it's, research it's, that. It's a bit of a European thing. I mean, it says a very thin, long strip of pasta or similar flour paste eaten with a sauce or in a soup. That's so I think that's true. a bit European washing. I mean, because mm. because actually, the the first like evidence of noodles is four thousand years ago, yes. roughly two thousand BC. Yes. In China. Yes. Yeah. They found a four thousand year old bowl of noodles. Of lamian. Yeah. <laughs> Why would, would you eat it? It was four thousand years old. I mean, I I'm not sure if they ate it. Although in saying that, in saying that, when they when they you remember that sarcophagus last year and they wanted to 
was that last year? They wanted to, there was a petition to drink the sarcophagus juice. <laughs> because I think it's like, like there's been, it's like a lead sealed thing. So no water's moisture has gotten out in the last however many thousands of years. This sarcophagus has been sealed. And there's a photo of it and it's like, yeah, it's not very appetizing looking, but these people wanted, like, they started a, like, change.org or something, a petition to drink it. To drink it. To what color was it? Was it, like, a muddy brown? It was, or... like, a muddy brown red. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you're going to be really game and risk your life. I would. And... Like, yeah. I, I'm, I would almost try anything, any food. As yeah. long as someone is, like, else eats it, I'll eat it. It's almost uh, like a time capsule. Yeah, we got some juice from, like, several thousand years ago. Have it. It's still gross. Yeah, it like, is. Thousands of years is a bit like it's where I draw the line. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Anyway. But I'm so amazed that it preserved for that long. 50, yeah. 50 centimeters long, apparently. Yeah. The noodle. Yeah. So like actually like yeah, pretty similar to uh, like the mm. hand pulled noodles, right? Yeah. Which is where the, where it comes from, like uh, like la mian. Yeah. It, it's so there's like a few different types of preparing noodles mm. in you know Chinese cuisine, and um, yeah, la mian is like the hand pulled, right? So, That's right. Um, if you've ever been lucky enough to see it done, I'm, sh- I'm assuming you've seen it done in restaurants. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I, I know in I know in Beijing they do the uh, the dancing thing where they like they yeah. spring it out like a, like a banjo and like flip it over. <laughs> and if you're a foreigner, sometimes they'll ask you to help. And it's like I've I've always rejected. You, no, oh, no. Oh, you should I'm not go that on stage. It's, it's usually not on stage. It's usually like next to the table. And um, every time I've been there, there's been like a more like wet yeah. behind the ears foreigner that you can be like, hey, you should try it because like I've seen it. I've seen a lot of people try and do it, and I've heard that it takes like ten years to learn how to do it properly. No, that's an art. So form. like I'm not going to. You know, embarrass myself doing yeah. that. I'm it's, just gonna fail. You know, it's like a, it's like the parents asking a child, "So, what do you want to do when you grow up?" Well, mom and dad, I don't want to be a doctor because that's gonna take about ten years. However, I'm going to <laughs> be an expert on being, lamian. Being a doctor is eleven <laughs> years, so I'm gonna take the easier Easy. option with ten years and become a, a noodle. Yeah, a noodle chef. puller. Yeah, <laughs> um, but actually, the oldest. Uh, written records are from 200 BC, which mm. is in China as well. And it's from a dish called mian pian. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? It's like the bread where they cut it. The, cut it. So it's like the, the mm. same noodle dough and then yeah. they cut the bread really finely and then just put it into hot water. Water, yeah. yeah. And then they usually serve it with mints and is, stuff it, on top. Is it the same thing as the dal shao mian? Yeah. 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 That's my favorite where they, yeah. they have this big dough and they put it either in their hands where they just shave it slice off. Slice it off. Slice yeah. it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, or some chef put it on their head and then they shave it off on the top of their head. Like they shave. I haven't seen that one. Oh. So that, wait, uh, do they have hair? Like, did the guys uh, doing this? I'm imagining like a, a a bald chef doing it, but like if you have hair, <laughs> would you, or you wear, yeah. Oh, Literally wow. Literally having a clothed shave. <laughs> yeah. God. Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah, maybe they wear it. Maybe they put it on top of something and then put it on top it. of their head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So similar stuff, right? Mm. But um, actually, there's a slightly older one mm. that they can't verify because there's no written records or uh, you know archaeological records. Uh, but they think that couscous, which is a very Ooh. similar thing. Yeah. Like couscous is actually pasta. It's the same dough. Mm. It's just been uh, like granulated, sort of like mm. rice, uh, and that has been around for they think even longer. Then. Noodles. Well, a similar amount, yeah. All right. So it's still the same, what, like pasta slash noodles, like that, that, that's, you know, sticky but, dough. But, but where does couscous originate from? Like Africa. Africa. Northern oh, Africa. okay. So still it's either Africa or China that's dominating in the uh, who invented noodles. Well, we're getting there. Mm. I mean, uh, wheat noodles apparently came from Chinese noodles. Mm. Um, but in uh, Japan, they had a wheat with a much higher protein content. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a different form of wheat, right? Yeah. So normal noodles, they were unable to, you know, make these noodles because, you know, you want the, the correct texture and stuff like that. So they needed the higher protein content 
um, and that was only found in Japan. Okay. So that's why you have udon in Japanese culture, but not in Chinese in, culture. In culture. But you, you do now because yeah. it's been back introduced. But uh, uh, yeah, apparently in the early ninth century they had udon. Yeah. Yeah. From what I read, apparently there's this huge debate about whether it's Italy or China that came up with noodle pasta. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It, it really is because um I even went onto a website called the International Pasta Organization. <laughs> <laughs> with all these staple foods, there's always some sort of organization. Oh, there is, yeah. Yeah, I found some great ones. And even in there about, they actually referred back to Marco Polo's um, book, The Travels of Marco Polo, yeah. and said in chapter 171. 171, okay. <laughs> 171. Super familiar. In, in yeah, that's right. In the classic Roman numbers, yeah. C L X X. I. Right. <laughs> yeah, they said uh, they refer to to him and uh, in one passage the mention of a plant that produced flour and he ate some noodle yep. pasta, um, which is a different plant compared to what they have in Europe. So then he apparently brought the technique back right. to Europe slash, you know, Venice. Yep. Uh, and he even mentioned the word lagana. Which is similar to lasagna. Yeah. So you had something similar to lasagna. I've got, I've got some. I've got some. Some. I, I'm just going to discredit that real quick. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so I read something, and they said that uh, they think that Marco Polo story that he brought it back yeah. is actually from the 1920s because there's a Canadian spaghetti company who made that up because the people <gasps> in Canada had no idea about you know Marco Polo and you know just so, but they were like yeah. This guy brought spaghetti from China and this is where it comes from. So why would they say that in Canada? I'm not sure. That's just where, what happened. This is fake news. <laughs> well, one of them is fake news. I mean, well, actually, we don't know which one's fake news. On the, on the Lagana thing. Um, so actually, we've got some, uh, you don't know this, but I, I love Rome. Like I'm a big, you know, history buff. Okay, all right. I, I never Mr. got a, buff. I'm not, I never got a chance. History. I'm not great at it. I'm just. I mean, I never got a chance to study it in high school. So I've sort of like, you know, well, spent a lot of time studying it afterwards. All right. Um, and we'll the, buff it up here now. Come on. Yeah, go on. So, uh, in uh, the first century BCE, a guy called Horace, who was a uh, politician, mm -hmm. and just previous prior to uh, prior to Julius Caesar, mm -hmm. and um, you the know, Caesar the, salad. The yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> he wrote about a thing which was fried sheets of dough called lagana, mm. L-A-G-A-N-A, uh -huh. right? which is quite similar to lasagna, yes. right? Except the way they did it was with lagana mm -hmm. and then sheets of honey and then lagana. So it's more like a dessert. It's more like a baklava. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But this is first century BC. Like okay. this is like uh, 100, 200 BC. Right. Before Marco Polo, definitely. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And then I've got another dish, which was from Cato the Elder, mm. great guy, 234 BC to 150 BC. Mm. I might be wrong on that. Anyway, close enough. Cato mm -hmm. the Elder wrote a book about, you know, cooking because he wrote about a lot of things, right? Uh, and he wrote about a dish. You've got to guess the name of this dish. It is a human body part. Oh, that's disgusting. No, no, no. Why do you always bring it back to human body parts? It, it's it's really <laughs> obscure. But it's the, okay. So the dish that I just okay, a, a really obscure human body. Then it was this, this, this stuff, right? The lagana. Mm. So this fried sheets of pasta. What is essentially pasta dough? Yeah. And then honey, and then pasta dough, honey. Pasta so, dough, so honey. this version you're telling Sometimes me. Sometimes they had cheese, right? There was a name for it. In Cato the Elder wrote about it. So the name of this dish that I'm trying to guess has the name of this human it body is part. Is a human body part? Yeah. This is really obscure. This can't be true. This must be fake news it's, then. It's called, ear. I'm going to say ear. No, it's it, called placenta. Oh, 
now we're going to Scientology. Great, Liam. I'm not Bring kidding. back Scientology. So I'm not kidding. Kate the Elder wrote about a dish called placenta, which yeah. he, he describes as uh, many dough pasta layers interspersed with a mixture of cheese and honey and flavoured with bay leaves, baked and then covered with honey, which is a, very similar to baklava. Mm. Now it exists, right? And this word, mm. lagana, is what is Italian now, lasagna. Mm. Because at the time they didn't have tomato sauce, mm. ah. so they made a, they made something that was sweet into something savory. Well, it's in a way, yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that. Um, and then the first uh, recorded information on actual pasta is from the thirteenth, fourteenth centuries. Mm. Um, and there's a lot more from that. Yeah, that's right. When he when he travelled the Silk Road. Yeah, that's right. Well, I can see I can see how he got influenced and then brought it and probably enjoyed eating the food. Yeah. Uh, and then brought it back to Italy because. That Silk Road area mm-hmm. has a lot of um, Uyghur, so Turk, yep. Kazakhstan influence. And when I was over there traveling, you know, and stuff like that, okay. uh, I went to places like, you know, uh, Urumqi, Turpan, and Kashgar, and the food was very consistent in terms of the this, this pasta dish that I had, which was made out of um, dough, you yep. know, but it was a very similar version of a spaghetti bolognese wow. without without the beef mince or pork mince, but with lamb that had cumin in it and it had fresh tomatoes and capsicum. So it was like a spicy... Spicy, spicy version of uh, an Italian pasta. Yeah, I'm trying to put the flavors together, but yeah. it's, not, it's, it's not. Yeah, okay. it's so tasty. Yeah, and then also I think they took um, pizza from the Silk Road as well. Okay. Yeah, so they make this um, Xinjiang bread, which is uh, what they call oh, a naan yeah, bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so the bottom, it's actually a really crispy bread and yep. very thin. And once you think about it, it's like you could seriously put the toppings on, and it would be a pizza. Yeah. It's exactly the same as having a pizza. There are so many Italians just so yeah. angry right now. I know. This. Oh, look, look, it's all right because um, I have Italian friends and yeah. uh, we always talk about oh, this and I win the argument. Okay, yeah. I think it's for them to tell me to shut up. Well, originally, <laughs> when they, because like there's, there's this gap, right? So yeah. tomatoes were introduced to Italy. In, I think it's uh, the 16, 1700s, right? So only back then. then. So there's a, like yeah. 300 year gap or 400 year gap between it, pasta being yeah. recorded in history and tomatoes. So, so they what did they have eat had, it with? Exactly. I think they would have had the old school way, which is just maybe fresh garlic or with a bit of cheese mixed into it, like, like your carbonara, which is my favorite. Your favorite? My favorite. No, they actually just uh, eat it raw. They cooked it. Mm-hmm. So they would have a fry it or mm. um, they would have a fry it or just boil it like we do now, mm. like spaghetti and stuff. That's right. And then they would just eat it raw. Like there's a few, um, there's a lot of like uh, sketches in Roman history of just people eating it with like handfuls of it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you never used a fork because you just eat it with your hands. So actually, apparently, the invention of you know the the Cutlery. fork that we use yeah. these days, like that that you know pasta mm-hmm. fork, comes from when they first had tomatoes and you couldn't eat the sauce anymore because they're <laughs> covered in tomato sauce, which is of, of course uh, where that you know flavor base comes from the tomato and pasta together. Mm-hmm. Amazing combination. I think all pasta is amazing. It um, is. But yeah. Cabernet is one of my favourites. Not as old as you would expect. Yeah. None of the, you know, Julius Caesar wasn't ordering pasta for dinner. Well, or one of his own salads. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's from Mexico, isn't it? I think they made it up, yeah. No, no, no. There's a, there's a guy whose name was actually Caesar. Caesar. He's like, a, I think Mexico, somewhere in South America. Oh. Yeah, and he, like, he had this dish called Caesar's salad, which he named because he apparently it had, like, yeah. We could, was, we could do one he on. He thought it was fit for a Caesar. Caesar. 
yeah. godlike creation, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite noodles? I have, I have two favorite noodles. Two favorite. Okay. Two, two. That's... One's from the east and one's from the west. Okay. Okay. So my favorite is actually your average pad thai that you would find by the side of the road, by uh, in Thailand, obviously, yeah. uh, where they just walk it up for you, and it's about thirty baht, yeah. which is equivalent to about a dollar Australian. Yeah. Awesome. Because uh, it's fresh. I know it's fresh because I'm watching them do it right yeah. in front of me. And it just tastes so good because I think it's the wok flavor. Like yeah. whenever I try to make pad thai at home, it ends up being sloppy. It's that heat. You really yeah. need that heat. We've got one at home. We've yeah. got like a, a um, proper wok. I've got a, oh, I've got mm. a proper wok and um, we have the burner attached to a barbecue. And yeah. it's like a jet force. Like, yeah, you really need that. Otherwise, yeah. It, it, it tastes, it just tastes awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think one time when I was in Thailand, uh, I decided to go on a 30 day challenge where I try to be fit okay. again. So <laughs> place to do it. <laughs> I, would have, I would be eating so much if I was there. Well, that's the whole point. I thought, you know, if I exercise in the morning, do my run, do my Pilates core work, go for a swim. Yep. By then I'm ready to have my pad thai for breakfast with a, a fresh coconut. Yes. It's the, it's the best life. And then later on, I'll just have a banana pancake. Okay. Have you had one of the Thai banana pancakes? I haven't pancake? been to Thailand. Oh. Not well, yet. Oh, well. So when Love you do go there, the yep. banana pancakes, you got to have it. They're, okay. they're everywhere as well on the carts of yep, their yep, motorbikes. Yep. It is the best because it's dripping in lard. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and condensed milk. Oh. And bananas folded into the sort of the roti, the pancake okay. part. Sort of like a, a fruity... Um, a fruity roti, yeah. yeah. Like the Malaysian style. Yeah, okay. yeah. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. I'll check it out. Yeah, but extra lard. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I love, like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Pad Siu, which is, like, yeah. similar to Pad Thai, except, like, you know, chicken noodles and usually with, like, chicken and stuff. Chicken and, stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, are there extra different types of herbs that go in there as well um, that make Pad Siu a bit different? usually not herbs. The, the, the actual normal recipe is mm. pretty simple. It's usually just, like, broccoli... Broccoli meat and um, your sauce is usually like oyster sauce, soy sauce, garlic, mm. and sugar. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I can tell you the order. I don't know if it really is. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to cook. Like, that's we, what we I. We can do a cooking show now, Liam. Oh, we absolutely can. That's like what I cook for myself when I'm uh, when I was in China. And yeah. When I'm bored, you know, because it's, it's so easy. You don't need many ingredients on hand and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big fan. That's what's, awesome. What's your, I wish your, I could cook pad thai at home. It's just your, such a disappointment. What's your next one? Uh, obviously the carbonara because we're talking about it. So apparently I've been cooking carbonara the wrong way okay. all my life. There's a lot of ways of doing it. Exactly. So I described it to my Italian friend uh, and said, oh, look, you know, uh, there's the there's the cream that I put in there. There's the milk oh, and the no. cheese. <laughs> you know, I, I know. And he just he must oh, pretty no, much no, cringe. No, no. He cringe. I know. He's like, Bella, that is so not bellissimo. No, that's, um, yeah, as soon as you said cream. <laughs> okay. I know. Anyway. Well, that's how I, I didn't have any, you know, Italian that's friend fine. influence yeah, until fine. one day I started describing it to him and he's like, no, 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 Madam Chen, you do not do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, it's apparently, um, you don't even cook it. You don't even. It's five ingredients. Exactly. Five you got your egg. Yes. You've got olive oil. You got your uh, cheese, pecorino, pe 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 yeah, <laughs> and your sort of bacon slash Grand, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. I, can't. I actually don't know. My accent is terrible. Right. I did Italian for so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, guan. What is it called? Guan. Guanciale. Guanciale, which is I, cured I, pork cheek. I, I did Italian in primary school. I don't remember any words. But yeah. No, yeah. Anyway. Well, I actually say with a terrible accent. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got your spaghetti, the that's actual it. pasta. Yeah. I yeah, know. Full marks. Yes. Yeah, so, so. Actually, I think most people don't say it. 
olive oil as olive well. oil. I don't think olive oil is in it. I think it's pepper is the fifth. No, don't you mix the olive oil in with the egg and the cheese and you, you sort of like whisk it together with a fork? Um, no. Oh. I don't think so. I mean, you, may, you could do that. I have heard of people doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but I think the actual recipe is um, you, you, what you're meant to do is you're, you're meant to use that really fatty the fat, fork, that's right? right the fat you're meant to the render pork. that down that's and right. use that instead of olive oil. But olive I guess oil, yeah. you could use olive oil as well. I just like extra oil. Yeah. Yeah, olive oil tastes great, especially when you dip some sourdough bread and then some... Mm, it is, yes. Balsamic vinegar into it as well. There's a reason that uh, the Roman army used to get paid in olive oil. And salt. <laughs> that's just yeah, It's precious. It's very, uh, what's macro dense or something? Anyway. Macro dense. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yep. So that's five ingredients. Yep. Yeah. That's my favorite go to on a cold, rainy day. The, um, I love, I used to cook it all the time. Mm. It's like, that's breakfast food for me. Yeah. Like yeah. Breakfast absolutely. pasta. Yeah. Actually, when I left Australia, for the first time, I remember going to the airport with my parents and they were terrified because um, they really hadn't processed at all that I was leaving for the next, like, two years or so. And, um, and you were having carbonara for breakfast. Well, no, no. Well, no they were just, they were just that, this was before the carbonara. They were just yeah. in a very, you know, tense mood. And then um, we get and they're like, oh, let's have some food. And, and they, you know, they order that. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I don't know anything about I was going to China. I didn't yeah. know anything about it, really. Like, I've, I've had no idea. And um, I was like, what am I not going to get there? And I'm like, I'm, I'm guessing I can't really get Cabernara. Cabernara. Um, so that's what I ordered. And it's it's all breakfast stuff, right? Like, it's bacon and eggs. It really is. Mushed into a sauce, but, I mean, it's bacon it and eggs. It gives you your carbs, yeah, which is almost like bread. That's it. Yeah. Same thing. Um, it was excellent, excellent meal. Turns out that there was actually, uh, do you know, there's a there's a chain in Beijing called Annie's. And they yes, do I remember they Annie's. They actually oh. do a very good cabanara. Oh, so I was yeah, like eating yeah, it yeah. like less than a week later for lunch. But that's um, that's another story. <laughs> and and the Russian restaurants there are so good as well. They are, oh my yeah. God. I, whenever I used to get homesick, I would go to the Russian restaurant, mm-hmm. the nearest one. I wouldn't yep, go anywhere. Because there's that further. whole sector. Yeah. Near, um, near Rutan. Yeah, uh, U-Town but, area. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, Rutan, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I used to go there and they had the schnitzels and they have yeah. the the best potato salads. Also, and the, the Chinese food is good. In Beijing, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I know. But sometimes when you get homesick, I, uh, you just want something a bit different. Yeah. Oh, well, I know. Yeah. Like that, that was a, yeah. was a godsend. Um, and that's also yeah. when I discovered in the Russian place that they had dumplings. They put sour cream and bacon and, and, and mushrooms yeah. on top. Oh, I my in, God. I was, in, I was in Poland and they have pierogies. Yeah. Like little, and they have them in, I had blueberry ones with cream. Blueberry. Are we you were, kidding me? We were very, like, hungover and we like 40 so, each. It's so good. Oh, amazing. Oh. It's so weird being in like the middle of the middle of Krakow in Poland <laughs> and like looking up famous restaurants and they're like go to this hole in the wall pierogi <laughs> place and sitting there like just like funneling dumplings into so your mouth. It's were amazing. these savory dumplings that have blueberries on top? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it was wow. really, it's really weird. And they're dumplings. Like there's no... Like proper, proper yeah, dumplings. That's what they are. Because that whole, like you were saying, the Silk yeah. Road, you know, that whole area is yeah. just this mixing of foods, right? So, um, yeah, dumplings. Middle si- Eastern. Which are sort of like Chinese. pasta. I yeah. Mean, it, technically, it's very similar dough on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, all the way. Actually, I remember, now that we're talking about dumplings, um, I'm just going to, you know, uh, pull us in a different direction. Hmm. My favorite dumplings. Okay. Oh, these lamb tandoor dumplings that I had along the Silk Road. Wow. It was just phenomenal. Were they spicy? They, they, yeah, they had a bit of spice to it. I think wow. more of a cumin taste because cumin and lamb yeah, always go together. Go. But it was it was just fresh out of the tandoor and they serve it uh, wow. on a plate. And I was just like, oh, this is like the best experience I could ever have. And I haven't had nothing nothing I've, like that ever. I, I mean, I love dumplings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, the food you can never have again. That should be an episode. <sighs> Food, watch, yes. Watch this space. You can, there's a, there's a, I'm, no, I'm going to leave it. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to write this down. Just, uh, 
<laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. All right, back to back to back to noodles. Back to noodles. Okay. Well, my so, favorite. what's your other favorite? Well, chow mien, which I said earlier, fried Just, noodles. It was the same as pad. Pad pad to you. Pretty pad similar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I, I don't think there's much argument. All right. They're, they're very um, similar. Mm-hmm. Um, jajangmian. Ah, yeah. so that's a Chinese fried, fried sauce noodles. Yeah, um, fried chili sauce noodle, right? Um, so it's actually fried soy sauce, but then some mm-hmm. of them are spicy. So every area, a lot of different cities in China have their own mm. jajangmian. Um, mm. Actually, there's like even a Korean jajangmian, which is yeah. So there's yeah. all these different places. So no one can really claim credit for it, but it's like a fried sauce, usually with soy sauce, um, and then they mix that in. It's, anyway, the Beijing one is cold noodles. Oh, no, hot noodles, hot like noodles. cold sauce, and then yeah. they have, like, the, the way they arrange it is really specific. Like, there's always, like, um, yeah, like... Mints. Mint. Oh, no, usually the um, they it's a vegetarian one that mm-hmm. they have. I mean, they do have normal ones, but, yeah, there's a great place in, like, Nanlo Guxian, mm. Beijing. I used to always take people there. Yeah. And it's, like, really dodgy. Like, it looks terrible. You walk in and it's, Look, like... Look, you, the, the word dodgy is written all over your face, Liam. I mean, <laughs> I'll, like, grab people and be, like, we're in this nice tourist area. There's actually some nicer restaurants, and I've dragged them into this, like, old-style Beijing Hutong place. Hutong alleyways. Like, and the yeah. guys are, like, what do you want? You're, like, I want this. I want three of those. I want... They're, like, yep. And then it costs nothing. Thing and it's like oh amazing so what's in it how do they arrange the um, toppings i can't remember what all the ingredients are there's mm. there's i mean there's cucumber like slices and then there's ra- i think radish slices mm. and then there's like red cabbage slices mm. and then there is peas oh okay like yeah and then there's something else um i can't remember it'll come back to me okay but yeah it's like five things that makes it like jajang mian in beijing or something great meal um mm. really really good my last one is kaolong mian have you had that? No, what's that? It's I think it might also be a Beijing thing. So there's yeah. like there's like lung man, which mm. is like cold noodles, which is um, mm. it's actually not a cold dish, but there's like a fl- anyway, um, it's like a cold noodle sheet, sort of like a lasagna sheet. Ah, yeah. And then they like cut it up, and there's like stuff. But it's made it. out of rice. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and oh, no, I think there is wheat as well. It's a mix yeah. actually. Anyway, cow lung man, which is fried lung man, mm. or like a yeah. No, roasted, whatever car is. And, um, that, yeah, it's roasted, yeah, Roasted, right? yeah, yeah, roasted. So they actually, like, um, they do this um, after the nightclubs. There's mm. little stands outside all the nightclubs and they make this. But um, most people don't get it because it's, like, a very specific Beijing mm. food. But it's a flat thing. They crack an egg onto a very hot pan and then put the noodle sheet, like a lasagna oh, sheet, on the thing. On top of it. Yeah, wow. and then on the other side, they baste it with, um, like, cumin and chili sauce, right? Okay. And then they flip it over. So the egg has, like, dispersed and oh, become flat. Yum. And then they put, uh, like... Uh, celery and onion and I've never something heard of else. This. Oh it's a God. really specific thing. Okay. And then they um, so it's still a flat sheet, right? That's mm. been fried. They don't. That's how they cook it. And they they put all this stuff on top, and then they roll it up, and then they dice it into like um, long pieces or they're, they're, well, yeah. they're not long. It's rolled up, rolled and up. then it's cut, and yeah. then you eat, and then they give it to you in a little thing, with okay. like a toothpick to eat it out of. That I used to have that like every night. Wow. Going home. I wish I had that experience. Oh, my God. And it's such a random thing. And you read the characters and it's like roasted cold noodles. It's nothing (laughs) like the – it's nothing – it's not even a noodle. Like it's a a lasagna sheet. Like it took me so long to – Like it's a cannoli. I want a a T-shirt that says that on it because I used to – like I'd always be out the front Mm. and I'd always, you know, be like – foreigners would always try and get food and they'd just like – Usually most people, you know, living there don't speak very yeah. Chinese. Yeah. So they just order like whatever. And the guy is serving, he doesn't he doesn't speak yeah, English. Yeah, of course not. Um, and so 
eventually some people saw me eating this. I'd be like, what is that called? And I'd like, I'd give them the guy because, of course, he just added me on WeChat one day. You know, we'd have some conversations. Yeah. It, was, it was great. And then I would just send people his way and be like, are you working tonight? And then I'd tell my friends, go see this guy yeah. and he'll serve you and whatever it is, this much money and yeah. you'll love it, I promise. Just tell him if you can have spicy yeah. or not la. Like, yeah. not spicy, blah. Just, like, just show them my That's, WeChat. Yeah, show them, literally. And he, they would show him the beer bike, like Lee Ashwell. And, and then they, he'd be like, yep. <laughs> That'll be this much money. Serves up. Ten, ten yuan or whatever it is for like a box. Oh, oh memories. Carlong Mian. Uh, before we end up, there's, I also have a third one. Okay. Laksa. Laksa? Uh, love I like laksa. laksa. Don't get to eat it enough though. Yeah, I know. I haven't found a place here that makes a consistently nice laksa yet. Okay, I'm sure there must be. There, there, probably, there probably is. But maybe I uh, just must be nostalgic about things. Yeah, because yeah, one of our mates, he makes the best laksa. Yeah, see, I've never yeah. tried to make it. Fresh. That's on my list of like mm. things, but like you know at the moment I'm yeah. yeah and he uses real prawns because I know oh, I'm, I, yeah. I know you know when you go to restaurants you shouldn't be so spect- uh, skeptical about these things but the fact that it's homemade by somebody else and they put real seafood into yeah. it it's just it's just Makes 100% better yeah well I'm, I'm looking at and an, a quick segue into yeah. Japanese noodles are ramen. you oh ramen yeah okay. go 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 Th- ramen th- thoughts on ramen Ramen, what's made out of wheat, right? It's made out of, yeah, wheat noodles. Yep. Wheat noodles. So similar to that hand, mm-hmm. handful thing. And yep. actually, they they think the name comes from ramen, sounds like lamian, which means yeah. handful noodles in Chinese. Mm-hmm. So ramen, it, and actually ramen does mean in Japanese. Lamian. The yeah. same thing, right? It means they just can't say le. They can say le. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> what's the, what, are the, what are the four components of ramen? Ramen. Are you talking about the actual? No toppings. No I'll, toppings? I'll give you that clue. There okay. All right. So. That's a pretty big clue, though. Like, okay. that's a uh, four, four. Critical, the soup. Critical, okay, yep. The the pork marrow soup. Doesn't or have beef to be or whatever. pork marrow, but soup. Yep. Yeah, the broth. soup part. Broth. Yep. yep, the egg. No. Seaweed. No. Oh, I'm getting this totally wrong now. What about the noodles? <sighs> yeah, of course the noodles. Okay, well, there's two. There's two. Uh, third one, vegetables maybe? No, no. I'm just going to, can I just like, there's like taro. No, no. Oh, there's taro. Okay, know, there's taro. taro. I didn't realize it was taro. Taro, taro it's taro. It's T-R-R-E, mm. T-A-R-E. Mm. It's um, it's actually a flavor base. So when you buy it, you don't get to see this unless you've watched someone we'll make, it, um, eh? make ramen. Yeah. Usually they're behind a thing, mm. um, especially in Japan, you know. And um, they give you like a little spoonful of this really super condensed mm. flavor base. Mm. So you get that. The correct way apparently of doing this is that. Mm. And then oil. So you get, um, you have different types of oil. You can get like chili oil, normal oil, like, you know, sesame yeah. oil. Oil is a, a critical part. And then the broth and then the noodles last. The noodles. That's the correct order. Order. Commas. Wow. Yeah. And then everything else is like toppings. On top. Yeah. Especially that egg. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, and the pork part. Yeah. Well. I mean, mm. I'm a, a huge ramen fan. Yeah. I, I really love it. And I think, uh, you're going to get addicted to it. Um, yeah, yeah. It happens if when you find the right ramen place. Yeah. What's your, do you have a... One around here? Uh, not one around here, but back okay. in um, Beijing, there was uh, okay. there was a chain, and consistently it was a Japanese chain. Was it? Um, it's like orange, like the color, like their their all their promotional materials orange. I, I forget. I can't remember the name, I but I used to always go to one in, in, in yeah. Beijing. Okay. Yeah. So I used to go to this one, and it just made the they made the best soup. I think the soup the was soup the, is the most yeah. important part because you can sort of taste like ones where there's MSG or the, but yeah. this particular one doesn't have MSG. Okay. And oh my god, is the flavor was just so intense. It was just like yeah. drinking milk. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, yeah, you're drinking um, 
yeah, like marrow. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, I love it. Like, I'm a huge, yeah. Mm. That takes, I, I've seen a recipe that takes 18 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's supposed to, apparently. And, um, so let all that. D- yeah, yeah. Let it all dissolve. Flavor. And then you, then you blend mm. it. And, and, um, the bones. Apparently, the bones dissolve. And that's yeah, part of the do. process yeah. as well. There's a, a website called Serious Eats. And they yeah. like, sort of take an analytical look towards cooking. And they, they break it down into, like, yeah, an 18 hour mammoth recipe. That's right. But um, at the moment, I don't have the time to do that. <laughs> do you have a favorite place around here? Um, not really. Okay. I'm still looking. That's why yeah. I asked. Yeah. Well, I do know that Mum Fei, who is the uh, host yep. for If You Are the If You Are the One, Fei Tung Wura, he has a um, a he noodle place does. right across the road, he Market does. City. He does. I haven't been there. It's good. It's good. You've tried it's like it. Spicy. It's like Sichuan, like a Chongqing. His is Chongqing. Oh yeah, Chongqing. Um, yeah, yeah influence. Um, Chongqing. So it's like um, your noodles, like yeah. Chinese style. Lamian, uh, mm-hmm. lamian yeah. with noodles, and then um, you can either get chunks of beef or beef mince, and yeah. it's usually spicy, like a spicy soup, like really spicy soup. And does it come with an insult from a girl? I don't know. <laughs> that would be great if it did. Actually, my parents, when they visited me, yeah. they, they saw that his like face because they love watching that show. Yeah. Right? They, my, they, you know, they love watching if you were the one. And I, I think they saw his face like on the side of, and they were like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Can you read it?" And I said, "Oh yeah, he has. He owns a restaurant chain." And there's one in that building. They're like, we're going there. <laughs> and um, they loved it. And I think that was it was the one night that I was I had something on. Yeah. Like I, was, I was busy because every other night I went around. With them. Yeah. You know, they've never been, uh, they had never been, you know, to, to yeah. China or anything like that. Um, <laughs> you know, China, as a first-time visitor, it's not It's not necessarily. It's going to be a bit of a shock for somebody. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, it's not like Japan where they have English writing. That's right. Sometimes it's like there's nothing, which yeah. is great. I mean, I love it. Um, Do you know what? Here's a concept we should give to Memphis. Hmm. I think, I reckon he should consider opening up a, a noodle concept where there's is is it twenty four contestants or twenty contestants? Yeah, twenty four contestants, yeah. and each of each one of them with a quote, like the most famous quote, and yeah. then the noodles should somehow the noodle or whatever dish that comes out should re- resemble that. I thought you were going to say something like it should be like a dating noodle <laughs> restaurant where you like yeah, you like if, when you decide, <laughs> like part if you're by yourself, yeah, like it partners you up with like like <laughs> a could. random person, yeah, you can get like a discount or something if you do. If you do, exactly. Yeah. Or, or a trip to Greece. Yeah. But at GNC, I think it always gets translated. <laughs> That's too. Right. Everyone's like, where the hell is... Yeah. I tried to go on that show. Oh, I, a lot of people like tried to push me to go on that show. You missed your opportunity. I didn't miss... I chose not to. <laughs> I, I do not want to go. I'm terrified of him. Like, a blessing in Like, disguise. I've seen... Because they do occasionally have non-Chinese yeah. people on the show. Like, they have yeah. special episodes. Like, I do had, know. They had yeah. a special Australian episode. The, and, they um, had a few of those. They. I really enjoy the US ones. I was just... Mm. like After watching you know those guys like yeah. struggle well not some of them spoke chinese quite well um but i feel like mine isn't at the stage where i could confidently go and like you know he's like one of the best guys you know at heckling mm. so um yeah even in english i wouldn't necessarily, necessarily go on a show like yeah. that <laughs> yeah. i remember one episode from if you are the one was the um the u.s round mm. and they had a guy he was you know pretty he was a good catch okay and he was also um he had an aspiration to become a the president okay. of the US of A. Wow. So obviously he has to work through, Ooh. you know, become a mayor and whatever else. Yeah, there's a few right? steps, I'm sure. There's a few steps involved. Yeah. But he came from the right, you know, family background. Okay. And all the girls were so in love with him. Of course, yeah. I know. So they knew that this was this was the golden ticket. Right. <laughs> uh, did he end up getting a date? Uh, I think he may have, Probably actually. Did, yeah. I can't remember. Okay. 
Yeah. Good show. Mm. But um, also in Japan. Yes. Did you know that there is a, I mean, it's not that hard to guess because it's Japan, but there's a, in Shin Yokohama, there is a ramen museum. Yes. Yes. I did see that. (laughs) And it's um, it's apparently mostly like the bottom floor is actually just a lot of famous ramen restaurants and they have little stalls, like small versions of their actual restaurant. Why not support this museum? Yeah. What are you going to do? Like seriously, once you've gone through, walked through and seen the history of ramen or or, or noodles and then seen all the different brands, what do you want? Yeah, noodles. Oh, <laughs> I, the only thing I wish is that they had like tiny portions so you could try all the different degustation. Yeah, degustation ramen. Oh, man. Oh, oh, all the noodles. Oh, all the noodles. that'd be oh, kind of wow. cool. You get very fat. Yeah. Very fast. Talking about Japan. Mm. So, guess what? Ramen, mm. the instant noodle, right. uh, they were the first to be eaten in space. Really? Yeah. So okay. yeah. So the 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 company that probably supports this noodle museum and also the um the World Instant Noodle Association. Okay, of course, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> in Osaka, they're yep. based in Osaka. Oh, they're wow. probably based above the museum. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. So they made a special zero gravity instant noodles because you know noodles. Zero gravity instant. That should be a brand name. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, the name of it's called Space Ram. <laughs> <laughs> Out. You know how there's space jams? Yeah, <laughs> there's space yeah, there's so many levels to that. <laughs> I know. Okay. I couldn't help it. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, so this was eaten by, um, uh, so they had a representative, uh, a Japanese astronaut course, uh, Soichi Noguchi. So, that was on the US shuttle Discovery. Okay. And they took four different types of it. Okay. So, one was a soy, soy sauce flavored, a miso, a curry, and a pork broth. Yeah. So, given his name is called Sochi, I would assume that he had the soy version of. <laughs> I guess, yeah, <laughs> doesn't that, isn't that? Rap. Well, those are the four main, well, the four main flavors are. Yeah, in Japan. Uh, tonkotsu, which tonkotsu. is the pork broth. It yep. just means pork broth, mm. uh, pork bone or something. Yeah. Soy sauce, salt, and miso. Miso. And then curry is a, a recent one, but there's yeah. now, so there's now five ramen flavors. There's a big movement at the moment where everyone's talking about Japanese curry, and I just look so confused all the time. I'm like, curry? Isn't that like Indian? <laughs> yeah. Well, it comes from, doesn't it? It comes from the UK, the occupation, doesn't it? Or yeah. American occupation or something like oh. that. Oh. In, in Japan, and they had like this curry. I was reading something, because it's quite famous. Like, they, you can buy yeah. it. It's a really sweet curry. It has apples and um, potatoes and stuff in it. And it, like, I've made it before. It's quite good. You would have seen it. You can buy it um, in some places in in downtown Chinatown. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can buy it in some places. It's uh, it's like usually like a like the, the classic circle of rice. And yeah. Then do like curry on top. Curry on top. Yeah. Okay. When I'm game enough, I'll give it a go. It's it's, it's good, but it's like a very it's not spicy. Spicy. Or it can be spicy, but it's typically like yeah. not very spicy. Because I ha- I have seen it on the menu, but every time I go, mm, I I just want my tonkotsu. Yeah, you know, I'm the ramen. Same. I get so the pork. yummy. I get the pork. Everyone's like, oh, you yeah. should try like the other flavors of ramen. No. I'm like, no, I want the pork broth. I Oh, I just um, want that. Well, have you been to the ramen street in Tokyo? I haven't been to Tokyo oh, okay. yet. In, underneath, it sounds it sounds cool like ramen street. It's actually yeah. underground because, of course, it is. It has to be underground, and, right? Um, it's like the eight most famous mm. uh, ramen restaurants in the world. It's underneath Tokyo Station, the main railway station, and um, there's like up to an hour wait for the ramen but the, the the prices are all fixed at like maximum of a thousand yen so it's like which is about Australian. Australian. Oh, that's not too bad but roughly around yeah. that and um yeah it's like apparently yeah up to an hour wait for like a, a seat yeah wow so you can't even book a book in no, advance no. well eight restaurants and they, well apparently all you listeners like, out there since i haven't been to uh tokyo and there's all these wonderful things about ramen yeah. if you're willing to sponsor me <laughs> <laughs> Noodles part two. <laughs> Madam Chen in Tokyo. Constant, yeah. <laughs> Slurping ramen. Well, you're meant to slurp. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's polite. Exactly. Yeah. 
Over here, it's the opposite, where people when, when people hear you slurp your noodles, they're like, oh, my God, they have no etiquette. Nah, I slurp it. Yeah, got slurping it. is awesome. You got to do it. Yeah. Um, I got, I got for, for instant noodles, did you know that Australia supplies, um, what well, we make, uh, what is this? It's uh, We have 12 million hectares of land producing wheat in Australia, and we make 25 million tons roughly a year, mm-hmm. and uh, 70% of that is exported, and a third of that export is made into instant noodles. Are you kidding me? No. Australian wheat? Yep. That's amazing. Yep. So we actually have um, in Western Australia, yeah. most of the wheat from Western Australia, remember I talked earlier about the high protein content wheat, yes. right? Most of that goes to Japan. They have the, It's been there for years. So about, mm. um, I think it's something, I'm not sure exactly the percentage, but most of that wheat from Western Australia, because it's quite a small yeah. growing market there, goes yeah, to, uh, yeah, to Japan, Japan and Korea for the thicker udon noodles. Yeah. And then the remaining stuff, yeah, gets exported to Indonesia. We export 5 billion tonnes every year of wheat, which mm. almost all goes into instant noodles. Thank you, Australia, for feeding instant noodles yeah. to they, everyone. They eat, apparently we eat, and I don't know about this fact. How much do we eat? We eat apparently 16 packets per head per year. Okay, I'm pretty close. Yeah. I'm pretty close. I, I, I love I love the Korean shin noodles, shin yep. um, instant ramen noodles. Yep, it yep. is the best. I See, I, don't, I eat, I definitely eat more than 16 things of noodles per year, mm. but I don't know about instant noodles. But I know that's, but the reason I say, like, I know that some people definitely do. Well, we're not uni students anymore, my, so that's probably why the yeah. numbers have decreased for us. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know my brother is quite a big fan. Yeah. I, I have it in my, um, in my cupboard. He's got some. Yeah. Like, I, it's like an emergency pack. It's like, well, you know. I use yeah. them for making fried noodles as well sometimes. It's like oh, an emergency. Yeah. So you just pack it it's and nice and quick. And then do it. Yeah. And then you yeah. add in like extra, if you have green veg, I add the extra green veg, yeah. peas yeah, and corn, and then throw it. an egg on top. It's yeah. like the perfect meal. I do the egg I do the egg first. I like fry oh. the noodles because I love fried noodles, right? Oh, yeah. So you do the egg and then break that up and then add the noodles. Ah, you, you like the dry fried version. I, I yeah. still keep to the soup version try, of it. Yeah, I try and keep it saucy. I found a good a good recipe from an Australian classic, Vegemite. They have a on their website. They have a recipe with noodles, Vegemite and noodles. It's um, it's, it's Vegemite noodles. It's capital letters Vegemite noodles. This is Vegemite.com.au. Slash okay, okay. Vegemite how do they cook this? <laughs> do you want to do you want to hear the recipe? It's really short. Give me, give me the recipe. Okay, it's five minute five minute prep time. Okay. Uh, the ingredients are instant noodles, mm-hmm. like a packet, a teaspoon of Vegemite, mm-hmm. uh, sweet chili sauce. Oh my god! And grated tasty cheese. Okay, okay. So you make the noodles, you add Vegemite, you store the Vegemite through the noodles. You don't add the normal flavor packet for the noodles because that would ruin the taste of the Vegemite. Oh, of course. Uh, Spoon into a serving bowl or large mug, drizzle with some sweet chili sauce, then sprinkle with cheese. Serve immediately. Immediately? (laughs) Because... (laughs) Who wrote that? (laughs) Like, that's a joke, right? Like, they're, they're pulling our leg. Do you know what? We're going to have to try this. I'm not trying that. Come on, we're going to try it. I've tried a lot of foods. <laughs> like, I really, like, you know. I'm, I'm going to cook. I'm going to try and cook that. I'll go and buy some Vegemite just for this. With some sweet chili sauce, then sprinkle which That sounds horrible. <laughs> it's kind of like sweet and sour and salty all together. Look at the, look at the photo. Like, <laughs> like. It just, you can, you don't need to, I don't need to describe this because you can imagine the, the combination of two minute noodles <laughs> and Vegemite sweet chili, sweet chili sauce on top. <laughs> Vegemite has been run through it at some point and also there's cheese on it for some I think reason. the cheese will balance everything out. And it's served in a mug. Yeah. It's a mug because sorry, you Liam, can't I'll make afford. you some. That's, that's gross. That's beautiful. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talking about other alternative ways of uh, playing with... <laughs> 
instant noodles. Did you know mm. that if you have a crack in your car or your toilet, <laughs> you could use instant noodles to fill it up? It's yeah, like concrete. I've seen these videos on, on I mean, it was quite the rage uh, a few months ago. <laughs> it still is. I saw, is it like it's like I looked into the technicalities behind it, and most people say it's just, it's not. It's not true, you know, like is they're, it? They're, oh. Apparently, but look, I haven't tried it. Well, I saw I saw a YouTube video of um someone fixing their car up. So there's yeah. this. It was a BMW, by the way. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so so there, was yeah. a, there was a big dent. It was actually a hole, and they just smashed the uh, crispy noodles into it. Yeah. And I don't know whether they actually expanded it by using glue yeah probably glue so yeah yeah wait because this is still liquid but then obviously yeah, hardens hardens, yeah. yeah and then they sand it away and then sprayed it black and next thing you know you see this bmw sign yeah. next to it <laughs> i've seen um like that's the general idea right? yeah like the noodles actually it's supposed to expand the whole, yeah. no well the noodles don't expand but the noodles mm. act as like a an easy way for the glue to stick to the that uh, and also yeah. for the glue to stick to like whatever mm. you're using epoxy or something to stick to the rest of the object that's right so like that's the theory behind it. it's sort of like using <laughs> You know how when they make steel structures, they put metal inside it? Yeah. So, like, that's sort of the same idea. Like, because you couldn't just fill, like, a hole with with glue because it would all fall out. Just fall out, out right? yeah. It's a liquid. At but least with... If there's noodles, you can, like... Some sort of structure there. Uh, but I'm... Sc- <sighs> <laughs> But the, but the toilet one's my favourite. Yeah, I would seen, never try. Oh I would never God. try it. Imagine, like, wouldn't it get, like, wet? I don't even... It's, it's on the outside. A... Um, and then I guess if you put lacquer on it afterwards, then it shouldn't get wet. Yeah, but it's it's still noodles. <laughs> what? It's still... Just imagine if you're like, oh, this is really crude, but I have to say it. Imagine you're um, having... Uh, you had a big night out. Right. Okay, and then you're over the toilet, which has been uh, reinforced by noodles, yeah. and you throw up, and next thing you're like, oh, I'm really hungry, and you take a bite of your toilet because it's made out of two minute noodles. <laughs> and paint and, like, <laughs> epoxy and super glue. Ooh. <laughs> No, All right, we're I'm off gonna, track. I'm going to stick to... Well, I didn't, I didn't get there. Indonesia, 48 packets per capita per year. Oh, are you kidding? Compared to the Australian 16. Wow. Yep. Um, 2,000 packets for this uh, Chinese dad. So I think it was just last month or the month before, it was all over news. Mm-hmm. The news, um, he, he's about to be a dad. Okay. So he builds a cubby house, a dream house for his child out of 2,000 packets of out-of-date two-minute noodles. Is this like an outdoor, like an indoor? No, I think thing? it's indoor. So he used he, he didn't actually do anything with the noodles itself. Okay. So they're still in its you know. Oh, in they're the, still in the packet. In the pa- I thought no, he like took not them all the, out. No, no, and it was like no, no, no he weird. took them out of the packet. So they're still oh, in no, its original of, shape. Oh, shape. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then he just used glue and glued okay. it all together, and it looks like a cubby house. Two thousand packets. Two thousand packets are out of date. You get them for cheap. Yeah, um, yeah. If they were out of packet, they're probably free. I mean, I don't think they go out of date. Surely, like it's not when it's reinforced way. by super glue. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about eating purposes, but yeah, for sure, I guess. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. If that's what, yeah, cool, Mister Mister Zong, good on that, you, Mister Zong. That kid's gonna be so happy when they get yeah all and recycling. You know, yeah. thank you. I hope you also recycle the plastic uh, bags that they came in. Yeah, see, that's the thing I don't like. Mm. So I've actually seen a recipe. I'm, I'm being, meaning to make it. I yeah. need to make a. There's a few things, but um, there's another good YouTuber called Alex French guy cooking and he mm. loves ramen and he made like a he makes like the the handmade ramen noodles oh, and like does the hand scratch. pulling and stuff Yum. which is easier than the normal like the the classic hand mm. pulling right and then he dries them like so you make fresh ones which is what they do in actual restaurants they make them and they either use them fresh or they dry them but so it's not like a drying process for you know mass produced ones where yeah. you can use them for up to 2 years like it's more like you can use them for the next 3 weeks, three weeks. or 
a month or so. Well, you want it fresh. Come on. But they're still yeah. really, really good. I've been meaning to make it, but you need like a dehydrator for them. Yeah. Um, but, don't, like, but don't worry. I'll make you that uh, Vegemite two-minute noodles this week. I to eat that. No, I'm going to give That's it a go. So I think we should film it. I, <laughs> I just don't understand how they – like how they – I'm going to – like if I had more time – I would have emailed them and asked them, like, is this a joke? No, no, I, Liam, Liam, I will make it this week and then you can taste it and then you can write to them and say, hey, look, I've tried your recipe and it is a joke or it isn't a joke. It is a joke. So you're saying we need definitive. Are you going to try it as well? Of course. Okay, yeah. But I'll bring one packet. We're not going to overextend ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you'll split it. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, in fact, I'll use half a packet. I'll use the other half to have my shing noodles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The normal way. The normal way. (laughs) It's going to be like a a really depressing, like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't understand. Anyway, look, I'm not going to. I like Vegemite. And, you know, I've grown up eating Vegemite. I like two minute noodles. I Mm -hmm. like two minute noodles. And I love cheese. I'm I'm not saying, like, I mean, I already did say that I won't try it, (laughs) but I will actually try it. I'll just make a small portion. It'll be one mouthful each, and then we'll experiment on everyone else in the office as well. I'll try anything once, but um, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to become a regular rotation of of food eating. I got, um, you used to be able to get starter kits for ramen, ramen restaurants in Japan. When it wasn't as famous? Well, no, even now you can do it. You too. still do it? Oh, wow. So you can... Only Japan would think of things like yeah, this. Yeah, so there's a place you can go and they give mm. you everything you need mm. to start your own ramen thing. And it's been around since the 50s. So people, you know, after after World War II, mm. you know, um, were looking for jobs. I mean, that's a worldwide thing, right? Mm. Um, so this thing started where you could lend out all of the stuff required to start your own ramen restaurant. So it's like a ramen cart, except just, you know, all the bowls, chopsticks, stuff like that. Franchise, really. Instead of buying it all, yeah. you can do that and then make up your own recipe and then start selling that. If it's unsuccessful, you give all the stuff back. If it's successful, you keep using it. Sounds like a very versatile and efficient form of franchising. It's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I really like that. Awesome. It's the, the last fact for you. I don't know if I have any more. <laughs> I think that's also my last few facts as well. Yeah. Well, this was actually quite... Uh, Fascinating topic. Fat- I know. Yeah. I thought noodles were just going to be some boring old no. things we're going to talk about so putting in water. We got to talk about Rome. Rome. Talk about Marco Polo. Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know what? He got to hang out with, is it Kublai Khan, a Mongol ruler. How cool would it be if you were traveling into this you know, distant land and you go, hey, I'm actually hanging out with the king of yeah. China. Hmm. Yeah. How yeah, cool would that be? That'd be awesome. Oh. So I think he was like a medieval version of Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> Merchant, businessman, entrepreneur, same thing. Scholar. Scholar, explorer, uh, yeah. writer. I mean, uh, that would be amazing, being able to like, imagine discovering this. Food yeah. Food. Well, the next feat is space and Mars. So maybe we might yeah. take some two-minute noodles to Mars instead of potatoes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. With potatoes and noodles. That's going to be our... <laughs> Vegemite and <laughs> chili Should we do one on Vegemite next? I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right. Cool. Well, that means if we end this, I can go and make this two-minute noodles thing for you. don't have it on hand, I don't. No, I don't, but yeah. I'm trying no, I'm to. I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so don't like, test it on I'm me. i like run out of the that's, that's it. No, Adam Chen, don't go to the supermarket now and grab Please. all that stuff. I don't no. want to eat that. <laughs> Maybe like next week. Oh, oh. Uh, okay. Ugh. Yeah, let's try it. All right. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Flap doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Flap doodle. Oh my god. Oh, I got. It. I found. I found another fact. Okay. I've just, just recalled yeah. one. Yeah. There's an entire um, 
recreation park in a town called Kulin in Western Australia, mm. K U L E N. Sorry if I pronounced that mm. wrong. Yeah. Um, but actually, there was a an estate left to the town from a noodle manufacturer, one of the original ones. Um, there was a couple who you know retired and then left a huge amount of money because they had no kids or yeah. anything like that. So they retired with some money and then sold their you know their their noodle farming land. Mm. Um, and then yeah, it went to make a water slide and a recreation center for the town. That's really nice. That's cool, hey. That's awesome. So noodles, noodles made a water slide in Australia, in Western Australia. There you go. Long history there. There you go. Thank you, Liam, for your insightful. Yeah, you're welcome. Noodle trivia. Noodle trivia. Slightly too nerdy facts about noodles that you never wanted to know. No, you're welcome. Anytime. Excellent. Thank you there. Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid. <laughs>